Okay, guys, we're at the top of Dav Zion and Aleph with the Tudas. The Mishnah mentioned Al Rishonahu Mer Mishana Dav Ram Bechulis. So we're talking about the special tefillot that we say, or the extra brachot that we add in the Shemana Esrei on uh, on fasts. So we mentioned this idea of the, that uh, uh, who says tefillah and tzakah. So the Gemara says Tana Yesh Machlitin Tzakah Leliyot Tefillah LeShmuel. So in our Mishnah we have Shmuel doing the one tzakah, like crying out, and Leliyot Tefillah, like davening. So some flip it, and they attribute a different verb to the different people. So it works okay. When it comes to Shmuel, right, so he, the, the, it has both languages, both Tzaka and Tfila. So either one kind of works. Okay, If you look at the parsha by Eliyahu and Hari Carmel, so it only mentions the idea of Tfila, and never says that he was so ache, that he cried out. So how could it be that you would have a brighter that would teach that they flip the language because it w- it's not relevant to say tefillah when it comes to Eliel. So Gemara gives sort of a, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not relevant to say tzakah, but Eliel. So Gemara gives sort of like an, I don't know, obvious answer, but it says, anini Hashem anini lo shom tzakahu. So when it says that, uh, you know, Hashem answer me, Hashem answer me, which is what Eliel says, that's a language of crying out, meaning it doesn't say the word tzakah, that he cried out, but it does he does actually cry out, so it's relevant. Okay, so that's a uh, detail. Okay, now, for the movie, it said, Okay, so we have six and seven bracha. Okay, the Gemara says, Let's see for a second. Yonah Batar David Yonah lived after David Shlomo. Now, that's an interesting point, because the truth is, like, in Sefer Yonah, we do not have a really good indication of when Yonah lives. Okay, to the extent that you even have some impartial suggest that Yonah is a parable. That didn't actually happen in real life. Okay, and that's a little bit more extreme position. But the idea is that we generally assume he did, but as opposed to many books in the Vim, where it does identify exactly like in line with which kings of Yehuda or whatever he was like in line with, it never says when it comes to Yonah. So that, that, but, so, but the Gemara here assumes that Yonah lived after Javanese Shlomo. So my time of Maktimla, Gracious, so if that's the case, then why do we have the bracha that's about Yonah, Mishanat Yonah, precede the bracha of Mishanat of Yishlomo? The answer is, Bishum Debayin Lamechtam, Merachim Al Haaretz. It's because there's a special conclusion to that bracha, it says, Merachim Al Haaretz, that he has mercy over the land. Okay, Rashi says, Debayin Lamechtam, if you look at Rashi, it's a little further down the page, it says, Besov Kol Brachot, Baruch Merachim Al Haaretz, Olachi Bayin Ba'ota Chatima, David Yishlomo, that the Baruch Merachim Al Haaretz, that's going to be the end, so Dovin and Shlomo is more relevant to that because they were the ones who uh, daven for Eretz Yisrael. Okay? Or the day, or Rashi says, or maybe it's because of the Beit HaMikdash that they established, right? David helped Shlomo and then Shlomo finished it. So either way, that's the point. And that's the only, Yonah really didn't have to do with that, right? Yonah really was about a Chutz Aretz issue that wasn't about the land. So okay, so they took him first that they can do Barachim al for David and Shlomo. Tanu Mishim Sumchos Amru Baruch Mashpil Haramim that uh, they taught the name of Sumchos Sumchos is a Tana. Uh, they said, uh, "Blessed is he who Mashpil Haramim who lowers those who are haughty." Uh, Rashi says, "Baruch Mashpil Haramim Hayu Omrim B'Makom B'Yomkom Baruch Merachim Barachim Shichniam B'Matar Sheshava B'Tshuva." The idea is that. Um, that David and Shlomo both have issues of like doing tshuva. So Mashpil Haramim, they did something that like reflected a certain amount of arrogance, and they were brought down again more relevant for David and Shlomo than for Yonah. So okay, like, but, but, but the, essentially what the Gemara is trying to emphasize here is that even though like if you say, well, what's the proper order for the mentioning the different people, you would say, well, I guess priority number one would be historical, right? So the order of when they lived would make the most sense. 
but there can be certain thematic reasons why you would flip the order. Okay, let's just acknowledge that. It's okay. Like, you can have thematic reasons. Not everything has to be in chronological order. Okay. Moving along, we say like this. We had a whole sequence about how the Anshe Mishmar, right, that those Kohanim who were, they had their special week in the Beit HaMikdash, or the specific ones who were serving that day in the Mikdash, right, doing the Avodah in the Mikdash. So how much do they fast or not fast? We saw um, a Machloket about that as well. So Tana Rabbanam, so we said, why are they in Shemishmar allowed to drink wine at night but not during the day? The answer is, Okay, it's because maybe the work will be tichbad, it'll be heavy, it'll be like overly burdensome on the Anshei They'll have to call for backup, basically, right? And they'll need the Anshei Mishmar to help them. So, okay, so the Anshei Mishmar should not be drinking wine during the day in case they get called upon. Why do we say the Anshei Beit Av? Is there their particular day? Why do they not drink wine in the daytime or the nighttime? Because they're constantly involved in the particular service. Here's an interesting line. From here they said, Any coin in modern day. Now, modern day means in their days. But okay, that'd be, theoretically, by nowadays too, I can't imagine we have such a thing. But in their days, any coin who knows which Mishmeret they're a part of, or they, which Beit Av they're a part of, and they kind of like knew the schedule, if they would know the schedule that was like the regular schedule in the Beit Mikdash, and they know that like his Beit Av is like established there, and he knows exactly who it is. So in that day of the calendar was rolled around, even though they're in the time period where there's no Beit HaMikdash anymore, don't drink any wine that day. Okay? Um, and the idea would be, presumably, um, because of this idea of, we'll see maybe a little bit later, but Meheira Yibana Beit HaMikdash. So we have this concept that the Beit HaMikdash can be built at any time, very quickly. And therefore, who knows, you might be called on any day. It's a very optimistic view you know, of uh, how the Mikdash will come, uh, come to be. So it's okay, get ready to go. Like, you, you just be, run over there. You can't be drunk. Okay? Um, so that's what we're saying there. Uh, the Kodium. The Makir Mishparto, Ve'im Makir Mishmer Brit so let's say a person who knows what mishmeret they're on, but they don't know the bait, the particular bait of they're in. Okay, asurli shtot yayin kolotah shabbat. So it's actually more strict. Right, the less the more you know, the less the, the less strict you can be. If you're not as sure, you know which families, you know which week you have. You don't know which day you have. So you shouldn't drink drink wine the entire week. Okay. If you don't know what mishmeret you're part of or what beidav you're part of, but you know that your ancestors basically like were serving the beidamidash, you can't drink wine the whole year long because you don't know. Like it could be your thing. So that's uh, that's the, 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 the Tanakama. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi Yudanasi says no. Omer ani Really. You should be ushered to drink wine all the time. Any Kohen should basically not be allowed to drink wine any time because who knows they make a call done. But what can they do? The, the remedy is the, is the ruin of it. What does that mean? Uh, if you look at Rashi, does he say anything here? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he says anything here. 
What do you mean? I, yeah, I think what it means to say is that, like, it, it's just too much. Like, it's just too much to ask. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're very far removed. Right? Rebbe is about over 150 years removed from the destruction of Beit Hamikdash. It's just too much to ask. What the coin? I'm never going to drink wine. Like, it's too. Much. It creates more problems than it solves. So it's a nice idea. You know, you'd be ready to go over the Beit Hamikdash. It just creates more problems, and then we don't do it. Okay, Amar Abayi, Kaman Shatohina. Kohane um, Chamra. So Abayah says, yeah, and it's true. Like, in accordance with which opinion, nowadays do Kohanim drink wine? Like, why is it legitimate for Kohanim to drink wine nowadays? He says, Kerebi. They hold like Rebbe. I mean, this idea of Rebbe makes a lot of sense, right? They're like, you can't, you just can't live like that, where like you don't uh, ever drink wine. Even though theoretically, theoretically, there should be, uh, there should be a restriction. Okay. Moving along, the mission said, Anshem Bishmar Anshem Ma'amad Asirim we don't allow the Anshay Mishmar to uh, get haircuts or to do laundry. And on Thursdays, they're allowed to because of Kavosh Shabbat. The Gemara says, My time, what, what's the reason for this? Why would we have these restrictions on the Kohanim? So, it's a very simple idea, which actually we have, a, I'll explain, we have a similar concept in a different context. He says, You don't, you don't want them to enter the Mishmeret Minuvalim, where they don't look, um, when they look disheveled. Okay, meaning if you allow the Kohanim to get haircuts while they're in the Mikdash, while they're serving, so they won't necessarily prepare in advance and get a haircut, and they'll just wait, whatever, and they need to get a haircut during the time, they'll get a haircut then. But that's not nice. It's not nice to come to Mishmar not looking good. You should come looking really good. We have a similar halacha, guys, right, on Cholomoe. There's a halacha that Cholomoe, you're not allowed to get haircuts such a shade, generally. Um, nowadays, it's a little bit more tri- tricky because people sometimes shave all the time, but, but, but the basic halacha is you're not allowed to get haircuts or shave on Cholomoe. Why not? It's a similar reason. We want people to, to go into Yom Tov looking good. So if we allow you to get haircuts, if Chacham allowed us to get haircuts during Cholomoe, the person would say, look, I'm not going to shave or get a haircut now before Yom Tov. I'll push it off. It's more convenient for me to get and make an appointment I'll get it during Cholomoe. So no, they said, no, no haircuts during Cholomoe. They said, oh no, if there's no haircuts during Cholomoe, I'll make sure before Yom Tov starts to get my haircut and shave, and I'll look good going into Yom Tov. And that's the idea. So same idea here. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan. Here's an interesting Brighto. It has a somewhat, um, maybe well-known concept. Melech misaper b'choyom. Maybe you've heard this before. A king, a Jewish king, gets a haircut every single day. All right, okay, every single day you get a haircut. Kohen gadol me'erev shabbat erev shabbat. A Kohen gadol gets a haircut every Friday. Kohen hedot achal ha'shoshinim. A regular Kohen every 30 days. Okay, interesting. Okay, so the rest of the Jewish people, whatever you want, I guess. But, but that's, that's the rule for the Kohen. And again. Melach misaper b'choyom my time. What's the reason the king gets a haircut every single day? You can you can guess. Amar Beber Brazav the Merkav Melach piofio tachazene necha. Since a king and his beauty, your eyes should see. I mean, you should see the king looking good. You never want to see the king not looking good. I don't know how often the uh, president of the United States gets a haircut. I imagine it's pretty often, right? Quick trim, right? Guys, even NBA players, they have barbers in the clubhouse, right? Because they want to. They guys want to look good, you know. And if you can afford it, you look good. It's worth to take the time. Okay, I thought oh, it should have like a, a Jewish barber should have a tag like for men should have a, a tag like Melafi of Yotachazanaynecha. That'd be a nice like uh, I did a barber. That's yeah, just a little pro tip. Okay. Anyhow, Kohen Gadol Erev Shabbos Erev Shabbos. My time is why is Kohen Gadol every for every Friday? I'm Rav Shmuel Yisrael. Koel u'Mishmarot mitchashot mitchashot. It's a very beautiful idea here that um, the, the Mishmarot change every week. Yeah. So the, you basically see the Kohen Gadol only when you're serving in your Mishmarot. So how do you want to see the coin gadol looking disheveled? No, you want to see the coin gadol looking good. So the coin gadol always gets a haircut to make sure that the people who see him see him looking good. It's very nice, you know. It reminds me of like sort of like some of these like celebrities are like you know are like uh, are complimented for like giving it their all, you know, all the time. Or like a, like a singer will say, "I give it my all every concert," and you say, "Why do you give it? Mean, how do you do it? You have you know 
100 shows a year, how can you, you know, you're on the road for 250 days a year, how can you give it your all every night? He said, well, that person, you know, I think there's that person in the, in the, you know, in the, in the nosebleed seats, you know, is going to see me once in their life, they should get a good show, right? They should get a good show. So having that attitude, you should, you know, have a good experience. So the Kohen Gadol, right, Lahavdil, the Kohen Gadol, the Kohen should have a good experience seeing the Kohen Gadol. Okay, what's the source that Kohen Hedges get a haircut once every 30 days? So here there's actually a, a source from the, from the Navi. It says, para para We derive this from the use of the word para, which means to grow your hair long, from the Nazir. Ketiv Hacha, it says over here in Yechezkel, now in the Sefer Yechezkel, Yechezkel is a Kohen, and, uh, and Yechezkel goes through uh, mourning, and they talk about a lot of times, uh, not a lot of times, in, in the Prakman by Yechezkel, there's instructions for Yechezkel, and we learn from there uh, a lot of the laws about uh, Avelut, sort of in general, and here we'll see about Kohanim as well. So it says when it comes to Yechezkel, that they should not shave their head, okay, the Kohanim shouldn't shave their head, but also not grow their, ha- their hair very, very long. That's para. Uksiv Hatam, it says elsewhere, but the Nazir, Kadoshiyeh, Gadel Para, Sarah Show, that he is a, a holy man and he shall grow out his hair, right? The para, the very long. Mala Halan Shoshim. So Jesus over there, when it comes to the Nazir, the halacha is the minimum amount of time a person can be a Nazir is 30 days. So they go 30 days with an Erga. Akan Shoshim. So here to the coin as well, it says you don't get, you grow your hair long, it means 30 days. Gemara says, Gemara says, Nazir Gufe Minalan. How do you know the Nazir himself? Where do we know that a minimum Nazirut is 30 days? You guys will love this one. Amar of Matna, Stam Shloshim Yom. Because Ramana says a basic Nazirut is 30 days. Minalan. From where do we know that? Amar Kra, Yihiyeh. Okay, it says Nazir Yihiyeh, he will be the Gematria Talatin. It's in the Gematria, Yihiyeh is 30. So that's what he said, he will be 30 days. Okay. Amar Le Rapapala, Bayevidyamahikamarachmana. The Rabbi says, maybe the Torah is telling us like this, maybe the Torah is telling us not to, um, what's it called? Uh, I think it means to grow the hair at all. So, if they said, like, don't let your hair grow long, so it would be like you said, like growing, don't let it go. It means it should be a little bit long, but not very long. That's what the idea. Okay, so Yehachi the Gemara says, if so, Afilo Hidanami. So if that should be the case, the case should be the same as well. That coin should be Makbin, get a haircut every 30 days. So the Gemara says, no, do me a dish to your yayin. No, be it like uh, drinking wine. Mash to your yayin, bizman bia hudas, or shabbizman bia shari. No, just like Shtu Yayin, when it comes to drinking wine, at the time of bia, bia means here when you come to the Beit Mingdash. At the time of coin, when come to the Beit Mingdash, that's not Joshua to drink wine. But if it's not the time you go to the Beit Mingdash, it's permissible, or meaning, or even just in general, right? You're only allowed, you're only, there's only a restriction on. Uh, drinking wine when the Cohen's actually like doing you know at the Avodas place in the Mikdash itself, but when the Cohen's home, there's no problem with the Cohen drinking wine. So here too, uh, right? Hachanami, uh, the same is, uh, here too. The, 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 the same is true. The Cohen only has to restrict himself with the haircut or make sure to get the haircut once every two days when they're involved in the potential at least for um, for serving the Mikdash. But if not, now. Okay, uh, and that's what the Rebbe tells us. So the same idea, right? Rebbe just said we had this, right? Uh, the Rebbe says I would really think the Kohanim should not drink wine all the time. What are you going to do, right? It's too hard. And the said, "Come on, shatohi the Kohanim chamra." The Rebbe, the says the same thing that uh, 
that uh, what's it called? Uh, the P, the Kwanim follow Rebbe basically. They're the ones who says it. And the Gemara says Michal the Rabbanon Asrei, and implies that the Rabbanon would say it's actually prohibited. Uh, my time was the reason Mehera Yibana Beit Hamikdash Ubeinah Kohen Haraoi Labuda Velaka. Okay, so the problem is that uh, you'd say the Mikdash would be built very quickly, and we would need a Kohen who is suitable to serve, to serve and there wouldn't be any Kohen because they'll all be drunk, uh, and that will be problematic. Now, we'll get to this issue, we'll continue it. Um, they will say, your Hacha, Afshar, the Mesab, River Ayo. We'll say here that's going to be a little different because when it comes to a haircut, you know, you could say that when it comes to wine, you know, you can't impose, you can't impose the, uh, the restriction, but theoretically it makes sense to have the restriction because you can't really, like, uh, sober up so fast. When it comes to haircuts, why should there be any, why, why, why even theoretically should be a problem with getting haircuts? You can just quickly get a quick snip and, and run to the, and run to the mikdash. It doesn't take very long. So that we'll discuss this other gem tomorrow. Shkach.